What's up, action takers? Today, we're joined by David Meltzer, the founder of Sports One Marketing. He's been in the game a long time. The movie Jerry Maguire was based on David's life, and it is really good. So in today's episode, we're talking about how David has remained relevant over the past few decades. We also have an exclusive question from Mastermind member David from Upcycle Canada, where we're going to talk about how his business has evolved during the COVID pandemic. And you will be very surprised at David's answer. And we're also going to talk about the future NFTs, cryptocurrency. How is that going to change the way business is done? Stick around. Hey, David, welcome to the show. How are you? I am amazing. I'm fired up. I'm so happy to be here. And hopefully to provide value to not only you, but of course your audience. Well, I'm sure you will. And I just want to give you a quick shout out. You joined the program about a year ago and you said something that really changed my life, believe it or not. You made a remark that, Mark, if it takes less than two minutes, I just do it right now. And, you know, for me, I always thought, oh, I got to batch things. I'll take all the stuff. I'll batch it together. But that process of just handling it right now, it saves so much time in the end. So, you're well, you know, it's so mathematically think about it. If you're capable of doing something now, not only does it exponentially increase the statistical success because you have no chance of forgetting it or other things getting in the way. So 100% of the things you do now get done, but it also takes a minimum of half as much time to do it because the time that's involved when you do it now, comparatively, you have to restart almost. Even if you remember to do it, you now have to get yourself into the mindset, heart set, and hand set to get it done. Yeah, it's, it's funny that you mentioned heart set. I had Avi Arya on the show a few weeks ago. He's big in India, very big in India. And he mentioned that a lot of people talk about the hard work, but he talks about the heart work, you know, and it, that was kind of that's kind of interesting that you and him are kind of in the same, you know, put your heart into what you do type of mindset. Well, the subconscious, obviously at the conscious, we need to deal with time, 24 hours of activity that we're given a day and the efficiencies, effectiveness and statistical success that we need in the conscious realm. But mm -hmm. even for me, one of the latest enlightenments that I have is I always talked about the mathematical equation of luck. What I focus in on, what I pay attention to, plus what I give intention to, which was always what I think, say, do, believe would equal the coincidences in my life, the mathematical equation of luck. What I was missing is what you just uh, mentioned is not only what I think, say, do, and believe is intention, but what I feel, the heart set, actually exponentially expedites what I want in the mathematical equation of luck to create the coincidences I want in my life. So feelings exist in the subconscious, which is a vibrational uh, superior brother to your conscious, allowing us to communicate even more effectively with the quantum, the unconscious competency that we're not even aware of. So I think that feelings is a conduit the emotions, energy, emotions to all that we desire in this pragmatic world. Wow. So this is really interesting stuff. And, and listen, if you're listening to this, don't feel free to back it up. Hit the rewind to listen to that again. I know I will. And so one of the things that you bring up, Dave, and something I've been thinking about a lot recently is I'm working with podcasters and you know business owners and whatnot. And my daughter, who's five, is 
it, it strikes me that there's this tendency to whine and complain about the problems that we have as opposed to looking at the solutions. And, you know, I was, I was listening to Patrick back that David the other day, and he was talking about the importance of affirmation. And, and giving yourself that positive vibe, you know, what you put out, it comes right back at you, right? Do you feel like, do you do anything like that in the morning? Do you like look in the mirror and say positive things to yourself? Is that part of your daily routine? Absolutely. In fact, it's a pre-part, meaning that I've re-engineered or shifted the paradigm of the beginning of my day. So when people talk about my tomorrow, my tomorrow actually starts today with those positive activities, as well as the positive thoughts, words, etc. What do I mean by that? My tomorrow starts today at 9pm. I have a very strict unwinding routine. I call it a positioning of recovery and access. And in that aspect, I'm telling myself, you know, no alcohol, no drugs, no caffeine, no nicotine, no anything, no negative conversations, no worrying, complaining, agitation. But more importantly, I'm reaffirming I am. I am happy already. Mm. I am healthy already. I am wealthy already. I am worthy. And what I want to do is figure out through my recovery and excess what I'm doing to interfere with it, thus creating a new plateau in the morning, a new baseline that I also can use as an indicator that I am getting off of my higher self, off of my trajectory. In other words, shifting a paradigm from trying every day, you know, to push a boulder to the top of the hill to get healthy, get happy, get wealthy, get worthy, but instead to start my day the night before by putting my mind, body, soul in a position of recovery and access so that when I arise at 2, 3, 4 a.m., whatever time it is, I now am plateauing with a new potential, a new baseline that I can utilize to determine what? What am I doing to interfere with my higher self, not trying to go get it? So what am I, I want to kind of expand on that just a little bit, Dave, because one of my, I guess, goals for this year was to try to cut out the bad content, right? There's content that just, it's, it's kind of like a drug. You get used to it and you fill in your head with stuff. that's not really positive. It's not moving you forward. And so I've been really intentional on the content that I listen to the people that I engage with, by the way, free David does give free trainings away every Friday at dmelter.com. So I'll put links below. If you're, if you're vibing with this, you want to fill your head with the right stuff. That's a good place to start. I'm just wondering at night, David, when you're going to bed, when you're giving yourself the I am, I will, the, this positive affirmations, are you consuming any sort of content at night? Like, what are you listening to? What are, what are you putting in your head when you go to sleep? Yeah, it's so, so interesting because I want to unwind. So I'll either just very positive audio books, you know, like a Michael A. Singer's Surrender Experiment or, and you know, luckily I've been doing this 16 years, so I only have a few minutes before I pass out. <laughs> I think it's more to make sure I don't have anything interfering with my peace. So anything ambionic music, uh, a light conversation of, you know, with my wife, just also telling her all the things I love about mm. or love about my life or love about my family. But I'll listen to, you know, Wayne Dyer, you know, just something that's going to sink in and turn off on an alarm or a time setter. I, I usually only set it for five or 10 minutes at the most. If I'm listening to something, if it's TV, it has to be something mindless and stupid. That's just ambionic, ambiotic sound to me. It cannot be a scary movie or a deep drama, disturbing show. You know, like, for example, my wife, for whatever reason, loves the housewives. Yeah. I 
I, I turn it off. You cannot have it on. Can't have the news on. You can't have the housewives on. You know, only silly stuff can be on. I can't even put ESPN on because it takes, you know, c- certain adrenaline from me because I get excited about, oh, my God, they won. They lost. You know, so and so had so many points. I'm such a sports person. I don't want anything to elevate or interfere with this idea of being in this best position of recovery and access to be at peace, to be at center. So anything that will center me. I'll listen to her watch. I really like that. And, and by the way, you know, Miss Mrs. Meltzer, don't feel bad. My wife is is watching 90 Day Fiance at night when she yeah. goes to bed. So we're in, the, we're in the same boat. We're the same boat. They make great guests on my podcast, but I don't like to listen to them before I go to sleep. Yeah, I could you all wound up like, I can't believe she did that to her. Ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> so negative sometimes. By the way, podcaster, I just want you to know you do not need to go it alone. It's lonely. It's hard. You're not getting the downloads you want. You're not getting the support you want. You need to join the After Hours Entrepreneur Mastermind today. You're going to get education. You're going to get shared resources. You're going to get community. You're going to get accountability. Find and manifest your goals in real life with your peers today. Link below. Join the Mastermind community. All right, let's get into this episode with David Meltzer. So I do want to talk a little bit. You mentioned about sports and most people may not know this, but the movie Jerry Maguire was actually based on your life. Tom, Tom Cruise played you in that movie, which is, which is fascinating. That's 1996, right? And so you're a master at evolving, reinventing yourself. So I want to dedicate a couple minutes to talking about this. One of the questions from my mastermind community comes from Dave from Upcycle Canada. And he was curious, how has your business evolved over the past couple of years? The world has changed a lot during this COVID age and nothing is untouched. I'm just wondering how have you have evolved the last couple of years. Well, I love the fact that you're enlightened enough to say evolve because, you know, I'm someone in 2008 who lost everything over a hundred million dollars. And it was part of my evolution. It wasn't uh, interference or destruction. It was part of my evolution. In fact, I tell my wife all the time that hundred million dollars was the best investment I ever made because I wouldn't be where I am today, but for losing it or investing it into my future. But everything to me is an evolution. And the way that my, uh, business has evolved, especially with COVID, was that all the resources that I put into the Sports One marketing brand to bring the biggest celebrities, athletes, entertainers, billionaires, millionaires, and entrepreneurs to the biggest sporting events and entertainment events in the world to raise money for charity and make money, by the way, for myself, all that shifted because there was no Super Bowl, Pro Bowl, Masters, Kentucky Derby, Breeders' yeah. Cup, ESPYs, Emmys, Oscars, Grammy. Imagine when you have built a business over all the years that I have that revolves around pretty much two or three events a week, right? Uh, 150, over 150 events, all with a charitable purpose or cause, and not one of them was open anymore. We had to make a quick evolution. And that evolution was let's take all the resources that we utilize to build the brands of the athletes, celebrities, entertainers, billionaires, millionaires, entrepreneurs, and the events and charities. And let's put it into David Meltzer's brand to attract the charities to once again, make a lot of money, help a lot of people and have a lot of fun. So really leaned into the free trainings, really leaned into my advisory and coaching, really leaned into free content. And I have, you know, just through that surrender experiment that I listened to, you know, I ended up with a top show on Bloomberg on, I have a new Apple TV deal. Look, that was all just because of an evolution of trying to stay in business 
and utilizing since I had nowhere to go. The only asset I had was David Meltzer in his closet. And so, you, you know, my superpower is consistency. And if anyone watches my content, they know the biggest compliment you can give me is Dave Meltzer. I see you everywhere. Yeah, because I'm consistent every day. This is what I do. So you bring up something that I, I definitely want to talk about, and that's the Apple TV show, right? Because I mean, we see this time and time again, you hear Gary Vaynerchuk, he, he puts up his phone, he says, this is the TV and the TV is the radio. And the, just the way that we communicate is, is, I mean, it's dramatically changed, right? Could you just walk me through a little bit of, of how you decided to, to merge and, and go exclusive with Apple TV? Can, can you walk me through that a little bit in your mindset? Well, it wasn't really even a choice, right? It was an offer. When you know Apple saw the content that we're creating, giving me an OTT deal to say, look, we want you to provide your content on Apple TV, the largest distributor of content in the world on every iPhone and TV, et cetera, that's out there. But I'm sorry, I, what, what do you think stood out to them? Is it the Instagram? Is it your podcast? Is the free Friday trainings? Was there something you think that really caught their eye that you think made that difference? Yeah, I think the podcast, the playbook, and then which was at airports and, you know, it was re really a different type of podcast. And then my office hours show that was on Bloomberg, which was the first late night entrepreneurial show. And they had just done a deal identical to the one that I have with Martha Stewart, who had had success on Bravo with Snoop and, you know, really has built her entrepreneurial brand, you know, ever since the evolution in her career. And here they were kind of saying, hey, we'd like you to be the male counterpart to what we've offered Martha Stewart with the Martha Stewart TV, this David Meltzer TV deal where you'll have all of your content, but also your relationships as a bug light, just like Martha Stewart is a bug light. You can start developing different shows from all the people that you're dealing with. And we have a huge slate of shows, entrepreneurial shows that we're going to be putting through the David Meltzer TV, Apple TV deal on Roku and Amazon Fire and, you know, all the places that Apple TV is. Yeah, super, super interesting. I mean, it's great as well to see this shift from this old school thinking of if I'm not on TV, I don't exist because this digital world is just completely blowing up. And, and that's well, another question. I got to interrupt you one second, because I think it's important for people to know this because I had to learn this. I was so excited about the Bloomberg deal, right? Because yeah. it's hard to get on Bloomberg TV, you know, to be the first late night entrepreneur show on Bloomberg and even get to be on there. Um, but it's so difficult to be on TV, right? You have to edit everything exactly to their timing. And their, and mm -hmm. you know what makes it really nice is to get content. And, you know, if it goes 47 minutes, it goes 47 minutes. If it goes 57 minutes, if you want to throw some product placement or commercial in, you have the liberty, like the open-ended architecture of streaming is so valuable and now that you have the distribution of millions and millions of people, like Gary said years ago, and Gary's one of my co-mentors, I call them because I mentor him and he mentors me to be able to see, wow, my kids don't even like kids who work for me, by the way, don't even have a cable subscription or direct TV. You know, they they laugh at me because I have, you know, cable, satellite and streaming. They don't even have that. Right. Some <laughs> don't even have a TV. And so I see the future and that Apple TV opportunity that I have is huge to be one of the first middle-aged mutant turtles on, you know, streaming is really nice for me. Yeah. And especially in the entrepreneurship space. I mean, it's, 
historically, I think that entrepreneurship has been like solely education, but now we're seeing it turn into more like of an, an edutainment, uh, valuetainment, Gary Vaynerchuk, what Dave's doing here with the playbook, et cetera. But, but you know, you speak about the evolution of communication and media. I mean, the metaverse is pretty, pretty exciting to me. I don't know. It's like the metaverse NFTs. What any of these new technologies to really get your juices flowing? Anything that you're Oh yeah, there's three, right? Number one is esports, and you know, Oof. coming from my background, I'm a founding investor in one of the biggest teams, a franchise, the Toronto franchise with Meta World Peace, Marcus Colston. The weekend that really excites me. Next would be NFTs, and for two reasons, probably not what everybody thinks of when they think of David Meltzer in sports and entertainment, the collectible side of NFT, the experiential side of NFT, which will just be like, you know, baseball cards. Some are going to be worth a fortune. Most of them are going to be worth crap. But what really excites me about the blockchain and NFT is fractionalized ownership, democratization of commerce, and the authentication process of transfer of ownership. And when you start realizing the power of these three things, for example, in real estate, you now have a democratized way of having a REIT in real estate. You have a way to have multiple fractional ownership in a high-rise building or Airbnbs. There's a real conglomerate or an aggregate that occurs, and there's no fees, there's no interest, there's no middlemen, and it's completely authenticated that you know what you're getting, and it tracks the complete ownership history, so there's no fraud. These are yeah. the things that really excite me about NFTs. And then the third one is crypto itself. I'm a huge fan of Celsius Network, the first crypto bank. They're already over 30 billion in management. But you know, to have a bank that actually supports the people who put their money in the bank not the uh, C-level executives getting $50 billion bonuses or whatever the heck they get. You know, banks have been making money for years off of fees, off of your money, mm -hmm. and under the guise of low interest rates, they pay you like 0.005% on you know, your million dollars that you have in the bank. You know, Celsius Network pays up to 10% on your money on just stable coin, on the dollar, let alone if you want to keep your crypto so you don't lose the upside and make interest on it. You know, for those people that are more risk uh, assessed than I am, you know, Imagine you own crypto at $20,000, a Bitcoin at 20, and you bought your car with that $20,000 Bitcoin. What did that car really cost you when you know it's at 30,000 today or 36,000 today when it went up to 52,000 or 61,000? What did the car really cost you? So those people that are perspective of crypto can put their money in a bank, make the interest which is paid on every Monday so it compounds. There's no better change in the world than being able to get paid for saving your money. I, I, I'm totally, totally with you. And, you know, as, as of the recording of this, there's it's a bit of a bear market and things are down. And I saw someone making fun of Odell Beckham Jr. for getting his contract paid in Bitcoin. I'm like, just, just wait two years. Wait a couple of years. You know, they made fun of Steve Young when we did the deal with the USFL and he just got finished getting paid his guaranteed contract with the USFL and everybody lost or, you know, certain agree. There's no doubt that I thought that was genius and he doesn't need the cash and that is going to be worth. It'll probably be the biggest 10 years from now. It'll be the biggest contract ever signed, even though they think Patrick Mahomes is the highest paid player. Odell Beckham Jr., is definitely the highest paid player, in my opinion. And I agree with you 100 percent. 
Wow. That's that's a bold statement right there. And listen, everyone, you got to check out what David is doing. If you enjoyed this, you got to be part of the free Friday training at dmeltzer.com. David, thank you so much for joining the show here today. You rock, brother. You rock. Thank you for having me. Remember, everyone, be kind to your future self. Do good deeds. Well said. Well, I don't know about you, but I thought that David brought the heat. I love talking to David. He's just such a giver and an action taker. And I, I also just love the way that we ended here talking about the future. What's changing? If there was ever a time to be evolving yourself, now is that time. Cryptocurrency, blockchain, NFTs. I know they sound really scary, but they're important. They're going to change the way that everything works. And again, if you are a podcaster, don't go it alone. It's, it's just, I don't know what to tell you. It's just a mistake. I've made every mistake in the book. And one of them was not surrounding myself with like-minded people. So join the mastermind today. You deserve it. You deserve to have the right people surrounding you. You deserve the resources. You deserve the community and also the shout outs. Just like you saw here, uh, Dave from over at Upcycle Canada got a shout out on the show because an awesome, awesome question. And I hope that will be part of your future moving forward. You deserve it. Smash the link below. Join us. We're meeting on the third Thursday of every month, plus resources throughout the week. And in the meantime, go out, take the action. We'll see you next time on the show. Peace.